Good morning. Aloha. I'm Andrea. I'm a compulsive overeater, and I'm so grateful today for my life and for finding a way 38 years ago, maybe 37. I didn't write it down, but, but you know, um, I guess um, what I always start with is this is my story. I only have my experience, strength, and hope to share with you, my sponsees, or anyone. And if it doesn't speak to you, just keep listening. But um, this, is, this, is, this is what it was like for me. I came in when I was um, 33 years old and I had been, my weight had been an issue since I was four. I was put on my first diet and sent to a therapist. So I was very much defined by my size and my food. And that's a long time. Um, and um, when I came in, a lot of people will tell you I was very scary. I was very big. And um, I felt like there was nothing wrong with me except for I ate too much and that the world, if they just would do it right, I would be okay. And, um, and it was kind of my way or the highway. I always say I had more rules of engagement than the army, you know? So you can imagine that there was, a, there was a fortress around me, around my heart, and a, a deep sadness. And I thought I was tough, but I was afraid. You know, I, there was no place in my family. My family role was to have all the answers, to be part of something, <clears throat> you know, that um, to always kind of go into the room and measure the temperature of how everybody's feeling and fix it so nobody explodes. And I became an ICU nurse and that was perfect for it. So that's where I come from. It's hard to do 38 years, so I'm gonna see what God offers. And, um, and uh, I would say that the, the part of the serenity prayer that stands out for me is the courage to change. I see us as courageous people, you know, and if you walked in these rooms and whether you stayed and left and came back or whatever your story was, it takes great courage and the payoff is great joy. And for me, a life beyond my wildest dreams. And yes, I had to change my food, but I, God helped me change everything. And when people say to me, you look so good, you're so good. What did you do? I said it took an act of God, and they think I'm they think I'm kidding. So um, I came in here. Um, the only thing I done did perfectly was I never left, and um, that's a big thing, you know. And when I came in, there was one way to eat, and it was a gray sheet. And if you weren't eating that, you weren't abstinent, and it was like. They were, they were afraid they'd get my disease, but they already had it. And out of that came the 12 step within, which is helping the fellowship people with, within the fellowship feel like they can stay and tell their truth. And we did that for five years. And it was something done at world service level. We did it in this region. So I mentioned that because I got to be part of a cause and a part of a lovely community. And I knew how to be part of a cause. So um, I think that's part of what kept me here. Um, there's a place that says sometimes quickly, 
sometimes slowly, and I am the slowly rising. Um, people always say, well, what do you eat? You know, um, what I eat now isn't what I ate when I came in. The first abstinence I heard was somebody who said, who was losing weight, a lot of weight, and, and looked like they, they were coming somewhere. She said she had three chickens a day and nothing in between, you know, three whole chickens. And I thought, oh, that's interesting. The first call I made when I got the courage to do that, somebody said to me, you're calling the wrong person. I just went out to the Mexican restaurant and they listed everything they ate and I didn't eat. That's a miracle. You know, miracles happen in this program. And I guess for me, this program is the steps, the tools and a spiritual connection. And when I came in, I had no concept of a higher power at all. We, I was raised Jew, in the Jewish faith and I was bought mitzvah and confirmed and we went to temple. But all it was were shoulds. My parents, my family, my parents had no idea how to have relationships with people. So we weren't part of the community. It didn't give me anything except for a very scary Hebrew teacher and um, for my bat mitzvah. And um, so I gave up on Judaism a long time ago. And um, within the first six months of program, I went to a, a step one, two, three workshop. And they said, in those days, we used to write one ads for, um, you know, like to meet a guy or a girl and wanted young men, single and free, blah, 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 you know. So they said, write a one ad for your higher power. Just imagine what your higher power would be. And, you know, I didn't, I did write it, but I didn't believe it. But eventually that's who my power, power came to be. And I will just say that my higher power is a goddess and it is somebody, a spirit that is always with me if I ask, and it's like the perfect loving mother. There's no guilt, there's no shame. She's always on my side and she encourages me to just move forward. And um, so I'm never alone. I have my, I have that with me and that has grown stronger and stronger and it's given me the courage to do what I need to do in this program. I came in at um, around 300 pounds and I'm maintaining 130 to 135 pound weight loss. And since I did come in to lose weight and certainly not change my personality, I will say that. And it says the only requirement for membership is a desire to stop eating compulsively. And the truth is I didn't want to stop eating compulsively. I just didn't want to be fat. And it still worked eventually. So I will say that. Um, my four step probably took me three years and somebody said, pick a date. And I said, so I picked my birthday and they said, and it was three weeks away. And they said, you're done on your birthday. And I think a lot of people get stuck on the fourth step and leave or end up there for years. And I can say, there's always another one. Don't worry. You do, we don't have to do anything perfectly here because it always comes back to us if we don't, or if more is revealed, which is, what I have found to be true. So um, I wanna talk about what I do on a daily basis. 
And when I do, first of all, when I came in here, I thought I'd lose weight and I'd be good. Well, 38 years later, I must've done something else because, you know, so on a daily basis, I have become, I am part of a, a, a Zoom meeting. Um, and I go probably five, six days a week there. There are 70 to 90 people in this meeting with about 12 people in person. They're from all over the world. And I get a lot of experience, strength and hope there. And it's like waking up to my family. We know each other. We see each other. We accept each other. And you know, my life wasn't about being that way or having that happen for me with other people. And um, so I go to meetings. I have a sponsor and I have sponsees. I had the same sponsor for 17 years and recently lost her. She left the program. But the one thing I always remember from her is she said, don't should all over yourself. The should, should, I should do this. I should be this. I should be that. What a gift. And I remember that when I start going into that mind. Also, um, what I've learned is if I stay in the present, everything's okay. It may not be the way I want it to be, but it's okay. And I have the tools to deal with it. Um, so I go to meetings, I write an action plan to my sponsor, my new sponsor. I um, talk to her three times a week. I know she is there for me. And I um, took me a long time to get a sponsor. And the first one I got was the wimpiest person that I knew I could lie and step all over. Don't recommend it. You know, we all do what we do. Um, I see the tools as my life needs repair, my life needs fixing. And in that toolkit is everything I need to fine tune my program. And so I use a lot of the tools every day. And that's why I like going to the meeting because we get literature, we get fellowship, we get a meeting, we get, you know, all kinds of things in there so I can, I can power it. And um, I do have a plan of eating um, and it works for me. And if anybody wants to talk about that, how it evolved, I'll go, I'll go with somebody with that. But I know when I'm abstinent and I know when I'm not. And the biggest thing is honesty for me because so much of my life is about sneaking or omission, omission. You know, I hardly ever see you eat anything. How did you get, you know, I don't know. You must have a metabolism problem. Right, I don't have a metabolism problem. I have a food problem. And this has been the solution. Um, what else do I do? Oh, I love call. Well, those are the tools. So look at what the tools are. I do them. I love calls. The we of this program, I could never do this alone. And there's somewhere in the second or third step that maybe we didn't recover because we were never meant to face this disease in isolation. And I was taught that I could do everything myself and that no one will ever love me. So I better learn to take care of myself. And I did. And I was pissed. Now I know how to take care of myself. It looks totally different. And I'm not pissed at all. 
I am so grateful. Um, I don't know if anybody noticed that there was an epidemic going on here. And I'm telling you, I have never ever had to say the serenity prayer so many times in my life. And it's been a hard time, you know, to accept things on life on life's terms. But it's given me some beautiful friendships that I would never probably have had to the degree I have them because I had my lifeboat and they were in it. And I really got a chance to know and be known on a really intimate level by new people. Um, I usually end with this, but I'm thinking of it now and I'm gonna to go to more gratitude is that when I die, I would like it to say on my gravestone, she knew how to have a friend and be a friend because I had no idea about that. I had one friend in high school. I was responsible, but I wasn't joyful. And as soon as I left home and came to San Francisco, and I came here because somebody said I belonged here and they were right. And that was in 1969 and I definitely belonged there. Then because there were no freaks, there were no outcasts. I donned a big red Afro wig and wore Indian print bedspread dresses and went to night classes so I could hang out all day in sun and be on the lawn. And so it's the first place I ever belonged and I never left, you know, and that was a miracle. And I found OA here, but um, I grew up in LA and the beautiful people. And I was definitely not the beautiful people, you know, and um, I guess I want to talk about what it's like now. Um, and I would say that, first of all, I want to say I am so grateful. I am an island, Hawaii, with my dear friend of 21 years, who is a fellow. And we are a mermaid and a dolphin in this great, big, beautiful island. And it is easy. And today, when I have conflict or Disease with my friends. I, I have friends that I can say, do you want to talk about it now or later? Because I process things really fast. I'd be on you in a minute. And a lot of people don't appreciate that. So I learned that I had to ask. Andrea, and, that's uh, 15 yeah. minutes. Thank you. Spoken. Thank you, love. And so I knew nothing about that. I knew how to steamroll people. I knew how to blame people. I knew how to do your inventory. I knew how to, you know, shut you out. I had no idea that I could listen and you could tell me what was wrong. And then you could listen and I could tell my truth. And then we go on. And uh, when somebody tells me something, I say, well, I'm gonna try to notice that next time. So, that's how my life is today. And I live in a community of people that I've known since 1976. Needless to say, I've been through a few experiences in program, you know, the usual heartaches and, you know, um, disappointments and physical ailments of getting older and all that stuff. And I couldn't have handled that before this. Now it's just, it's life. 
And life is good. Um, uh, we both don't like turkey and we're eating what we've been eating for the last, you know, eight days. And my, I have a, a sponsee I spoke to, or someone I spoke to this morning, and I remember what it was like the first Thanksgiving. I want to please this one, and I have to not, I can't do what I want to do because, you know, all that stuff, that, that's how I lived. And it was just, it was like being in a tornado with no way out. I believe that this program is I put on my oxygen mask first. Because if I take care of myself and accept me unconditionally without shoulds, blames, guilt, remorse, and just say, I'm human, then I can treat other people that way. And I want to treat other people that way. I think I want to be seen and I want to see people. And I think the biggest gift we give each other is to be seen and accepted. And um, that's a skill that did not come easily to me. I knew how to take care of, I, was, I did that all my life. But the, that's not equal. To get rid of that voice that says, nobody will ever love you. You're going to be alone. You better get financially secure to life's possibilities. And I'll end on, I think I'll end on that. But, when I came in, my world was narrow. My walls were high. My armor was 300 pounds. And I was always right. And today, I wake up in the morning. I sometimes have to ask God is for just the right, next right thought or action because everything else is, and stay right in the present. And I, see so many beautiful possibilities in a day. And I believe that I deserve it. And I believe we all deserve it. We deserve to be loved and accepted exactly as we are today. And you know, when I start working with somebody, I share my experience a little and how I sponsor, but I say, they say, I don't know what to eat. I gotta get my food together. And I think it's important. But I'm not one of the people that says, we have to weigh, measure, and get it together. There are as many food plans, there are as many ways to do this program as there are people. And I am one bozo on the bus. And I'm happy to be that. So that, that's what I'd like to leave you with this morning. And just a grateful heart is a big gift for me. And I definitely have it today. And I have it when I'm not on Hawaii too, but um, especially big here. Thank you so much for um, listening to me and letting me share.